0: The following is a listener supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. Hello, friend. Welcome to Grace in Focus. It was so good the last couple of days to hear about the Grace Evangelical Society's mission outreach in the world. And today we're going back to questions and answers from listeners like you. And here's an interesting question. Don't know if you've ever thought about this, but when we get our rewards in the Millennial Kingdom, what if we get proud about some of the rewards we get? Or will we be ashamed because someone else got a reward that we didn't get? Bob Wilkin and Ken Yates will have some thoughts about this rather brilliant question, intriguing question, in just a moment, so stay right there. In the meantime, I want to invite you to come to our website, faithalone.org. There you will find all kinds of resources that promote the free grace theology that we are all about here at the Grace Evangelical Society. There are thousands of articles on our site, and you are bound to find one that will address your current study or some question that you have. And you can find out about our magazine, Grace in Focus, a beautiful full-color magazine published six times a year with a free subscription if you live in the lower 48 United States. And if you don't, you can also access it online. So see about all that at faithalone.org. Also, I want to remind you about the Grace Evangelical Society's National Conference, Annual Conference 2023. The dates are May 22nd through the 25th. It's coming up in just a couple of months. And it's a great time for you to go on our website, find out more about it, and get registered. We would love to have you with us May the 22nd through the 25th. Now here are Bob Wilkin and Ken Yates.
1: Hello, welcome to Grace and Focus, and this is Ken, and I'm here in our illustrious GES offices (laughs) with Bob. Bob, we got a question. I'm not sure of the name. So before their name, they have the numeral five, so that's what we're going to call them, five. Five. Uh, The question is, can we boast in our rewards in heaven? And I think what five means is in the kingdom will there be boasting about the rewards believers receive and of course we could expand that i think i'm in the spirit of the question here when i say will there be boasting will there be jealousy will there be like for example if i see bob with he's 10 cities and i'm not over any cities am i going to be jealous of him for all eternity and we could even expand that even further. And I get asked this in the classes that I teach. Will I be depressed? Will I be depressed? Because, well, you know, I'm jealous of you. And, and so...
2: what about shame? Right. First John 2.28 says, my little children abide in him so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink back in shame. shame. Right. That is coming. These are all good questions. So let's tackle them a little bit at a time. Will there be boasting? You think... The people who rule over 10 cities are going to be boasting over the people who rule over five cities, and those people are going to boast over the people who rule over one city, and those people are going to be boasting over the people who don't rule at all? You think that's going to be happening?
1: Well, in my family, we have this phrase when we hear people brag. We say, what that person is saying is, don't you wish you were me? <laughs> <laughs> so you got this person in the kingdom who has these 10 cities, and is he walking around Either saying or implying, don't you wish you were me? Aren't you jealous of me?
2: Yeah, uh, it seems to me we're not going to be going around saying, don't you wish you were me? (laughs) Jody Diller wrote a book, Reign of the Servant Kings, which I really like. In it, he suggests that the rulers in the life to come will be like Jesus washing the feet of the disciples. Absolutely. They'll be servant kings. They're going to rule and reign over people, but they're going to do so from a standpoint of benevolence. They love the people they're ruling over. They love to help them.
1: I think the bottom line, we need to remember, we're going to be in glorified bodies without the flesh. And so this, don't you wish you were me, springs from the flesh, and, and we're not going to have that.
2: None of the rulers in the life to come are going to be haughty. They're not going to be arrogant, because that's sinful to be, you know, God hates that arrogance, pride, pride in the sense of, I'm happy with my accomplishments is okay, but to be proud in the sense of exalting yourself over others, that was Satan's sin. That's one of the seven things that God hates, is this hubris. And so, no, we won't be haughty, and nobody's going to be depressed. I like to think of, like, 1 John 2:28 about shame as what's going to occur at the judgment seat of Christ. And the word judgment seat is bema, so we sometimes shorthand that for bema. And it seems to me at the Bama, there will be shame.
1: John says it in 1 John 2, where he says, let us abide in him. And, and in First John, he's talking about walking in the spirit, being obedient, abiding in Christ and in his right. word, in order that when he appears, we may have confidence, confidence what? At the judgment seat of Christ and not shrink away from him in shame.
2: And remember, Jesus said, Matthew ten thirty two and 33, whoever confesses me before men, him will I confess before my Father in heaven. Whoever denies me before men, I will deny before my Father who is in heaven. And in some of the parallel passages, whoever is ashamed of me before men, of him I will be ashamed before my Father who is in heaven. It's interesting to study. I think it's epi for shame. Hodges suggests, and I think he's right, that any shame a glorified believer has at the bema will be short-lived. Right now, when we go through grief... If it's major grief, like the loss of a loved one, that can take years, and we may never get over it completely. We're still having that sense of loss. Right. But we're in natural bodies. In a glorified body, when we go through grief, it's going to be something we get over in a matter of minutes or hours. I think at the judgment seat of Christ, any shame or sadness, whatever that we experience— will be extremely short-lived and it's shame certainly it would be a shame over
1: a lost opportunity mm-hmm. I could have glorified the Lord with my life right that kind of shame so
2: if jealousy is sin and it's listed in the vice list envy is in the vice list Galatians 519 to 21 it lists envy as one of the sins that keeps people from inheriting the kingdom if they're living in envy there won't be any envy of people with glorified bodies. But having said that, there's a difference between envy and wishing I was ruling, Mm -hmm. wishing I got the special white garments, wishing I had the special white stone with a special name on it that's a term of endearment from the Lord to me.
1: Because I would have honored him, and I would have had more opportunities to serve others. Right, and to
2: serve Jesus, because the kingdom's about him.
1: Right. And this may be a simplistic way, but it helps me to understand this when I discuss this issue with other people about rewards in the kingdom. When I picture the judgment seat of Christ, and let's say I am ashamed about the way I live my life, I'm not going to be envious of the person greatly rewarded. I, first of all, am going to be glad that that person honored the Lord, even if I didn't. Right. You know, that's not the way we think in our flesh, but I can look at that and say, I have shame because I didn't honor the Lord like I could have, but he or she did. And I have joy and I'm happy for for them. Right. You know, I always use the illustration of the uh, Miss America contest when you have the final five right. and they say, OK, the fifth runner up is this person and they all hug each other. But, you know, the person who's a fifth runner up is hating those other four. <laughs> <laughs> know, But at the judgment seat of Christ, we will say, I'm so glad that that person served the Lord.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because at that time in my glorified body, I'm going to want the Lord glorified, even though I did not do it. They did. And that's good news for me.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. How about Revelation 21 4. The Lord says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Now, a lot of people say the shame that people have at the Bema will last the entire millennium because Revelation 21 4 follows one through three, which talks about, I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth that passed away. That's not what he's saying. What the Lord is saying here is that people who come out of the millennium,
1: the millennium, right,
2: right. Who have had pain and suffering during the thousand years because they were in natural bodies and they still had pain and suffering. That's going to be no more. There's going to be no more death, no more pain, no more suffering, no more depression, No more guilt. None of that. That's all going away. But it doesn't mean that the glorified people during the millennium are somehow going to be bummed out for a thousand years.
1: Right. The church, for example, that was raptured a thousand and seven years earlier. It's not talking about those people. If I could give an illustration from my life, I was in the military for a long time, almost 30 years. As you all know, in the military, there is a rank structure, you know, listed officers, warrant officers, and even within each of those three categories, there's differences. There's differences in awards that are given. You can be the same rank, and there's different of rewards. And I can say this with a clear conscience. I loved being in the military, and it was extremely rare that I would look at someone in jealousy who outranked me. I just enjoyed being a part of the military. My dad was in the military. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the travel. I enjoyed the people. Even in my flesh, I could look at people who outranked me and said, well, they deserved it. Yeah. They've, <laughs> they've been in the military longer. They did this. They had this assignment. They accomplished this. That's why they got that award and that I don't. Now, I'm sure there were times I looked at him and go, I wish I was him. I wish that I had that award. But it was rare. And certainly in the kingdom, when we have glorified bodies...
2: It'll be non-existent.
1: That's right. It'll be perfection in that sense. Boy, look at that person. I'm so glad that they did what they did for the Lord.
2: But I will throw this out in closing. Zane Hodges used to point out that he thinks there will be eternal regret. That a person in a glorified body could say, I'm so happy that Ken's ruling over ten cities. I'm so happy that so-and-so's ruling over five cities. And I'm thrilled with my position in the kingdom, with what God has me doing, and I love being in the kingdom, and I rejoice every day, but I do regret that I'm not ruling, because it would be more opportunity to glorify Christ, and I'd like that.
1: And to be closer to Christ.
2: And to be closer, but I accept where I am. Sure. And a lot of people think, oh, no, there can't be regret in the kingdom, because regret would be some kind of pain. No, I think you can regret things. I regret lots of things in my past that aren't necessarily sin they were just things i didn't do like i wish in some ways i had played football basketball baseball track but this was the path that i ended up on and i think it worked out well and i still have my knees now (laughs) (laughs) all right well what do we say ken remember to keep
1: grace Grace in focus. focus
0: Bob Wilkins' great book The 10 Most Misunderstood Words in the Bible is available half price right now in the GES bookstore, faithalone.org Go there and use the code word MISUNDERSTOOD for 50% off through March the 31st, 2023 Are you interested in finding other free grace believers just like yourself in your area? Well, you can do that by going to our website faithalone.org That's faithalone.org. On our website, we have a church tracker. It's an easy to use map that will help you locate those other Free Grace churches that might be in your area. So come visit us at the website and take advantage of our free church tracker. It's at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. There are a lot of costs involved in staying on the air. That's why we so much appreciate our financial partners. If you'd like to learn how to become one, you can find out more by going to faithalone.org. We would love to hear from you. Maybe you've got a question, comment, or some feedback. If you do, please don't hesitate to send us a message. Here's our email address. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. Next time on Grace in Focus, in certain denominations where work salvation is taught, there's also the claim that one can lose and regain eternal salvation. What do you think about that? We'll talk about it next time. This is the Grace Evangelical Society. Until next time, let's keep Grace in Focus. The preceding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.